city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. Got our new hoodies. The first batch came in the other day. So whoever purchased one, let us know. We will get you them as soon as possible. The next batch, put that volume down now. The next batch will be coming very soon. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. Oh, this is a show that's not going to be, if you're looking for a preview show of each game, go watch ESPN, go watch NFL Live, go watch Fox Sports, because that's not what the Keys brothers are going to do today. And Joseph, come on in. We got a lot of time. We got a lot to talk about. There was a lot of problems with you people. This was a lot of bad blood pre-show. So here we go. We are finally live. And let's get to it. This is going to be real quick, Trev. Trev, yeah. my my brother uh, is is actually sitting here uh, on the yeah, set with me. We're working on uh, the throwing jab show that we do, and uh, I just turned to him and I go, "We're live now." He goes, "Wait, that wasn't the show." <laughs> well, we're live now. That was the it was um, heated. That was the rated R version of it. We have that's on pay per view. If you want to go check, you could subscribe to Keys to the City and just get to it. But this is not going to be your. Game by game picks. We're not going to do that. Like I said, if you want, go to ESPN, go to go to NFL Live, and go check it out. We're going to talk. Oh, Jordan, about the G man, right, Joe? Oh yeah. <laughs> what we're going to talk about is the quarterback situation. We're also going to talk because we are past the midway point of the NFL season already. It's eight for. Can you believe how fast it's going by? It's already week eight. Don't rush it. So I know. I'm sorry. I don't want to get ahead of, my, ahead of myself. But we're going to ask for our storylines of the first half. And then our bold predictions, so everybody better have something for the second half of the season. This is going to be an all-quarterback show because, as we know, this is a quarterback-driven league. This is a passing league. But there's a lot of uncertainty swirling around for a lot of teams. I wrote down about nine teams on this paper, and we'll get into that. There's about another five or six that are going to have to figure out their quarterback situation going forward. So for everybody that wants to love the quarterbacks, then this is the show that you want to tune into because we're going to be talking about those quarterbacks. And which team should we start with? Should we talk about the New York football giants and we could just go off of that? Because yeah, that's going to get us riled up. That's a bit, yeah, that's what got us going. That was, that's the big question going on right now in New York for both New York teams. Hell, if you want, you could add the Buffalo Bills as well. When five of the last eight, that's my bold. Jace, what are you doing? Five of the last eight games. You're kidding me. That would be terrible. That would be really bad for the Giants because if they won the division, then that means they couldn't probably, and it might be. But like I said, there's a lot of good things going on in all three, uh, three Buffalo, New York, and the Jets. All right, let's because get to it. Jesus. Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Daniel Jones, all quarterbacks that are very young, but we don't know if those are going to be the future quarterbacks for those teams. And let's get into it. Daniel Jones has been so up and down. As a Giant fan, we should be used to it. And Monday night was just another example of that. We saw the good at times. We've seen the good at times with Daniel Jones. 
but we've also seen the bad. And this is where Giant fans are split down the middle. It's 50-50 because of the fact that there's people like Joe that love Daniel Jones and believe he's a franchise quarterback, and there's people like us that are still kind of moving off of him or still uncertain about it. So Ted, I just want to point out in my yeah. camp that was Mel Kiper Jr. Mel Kiper, you listen Mel to Kiper. Mel. Yeah, Mel Kiper says from what he sees, he believes Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback, and but I'm going to trust and, an and expert. Tom McShay did, and Tom McShay did, and Tom McShay and they're did. They're both experts, I think. And I can go back and find Mel Kiper's videos of telling a lot of quarterbacks are great. Ryan Leaf, yeah, he was a great quarterback, and all these other quarterbacks. Yeah, Tom but McShay- again, now that I've now that I've yeah. seen Ryan Leaf, I know when I see a Ryan Leaf in the future, and I'm like. Not getting me again. I, I you're not going to Jamarcus Russell me again. I'm not falling for that. The you don't know. I know. I know who's not going to make it now. These guys have learned as the quarterback position has evolved. It's a different thing now. Absolutely, but and it's, it's a also, different skill set. But ten years ago, the game has drastically changed. I'm watching on multiple shows and watching this stuff. The game is made for quarterbacks to succeed now, not tomorrow, not next week, not next season. Now. That is plain and simple. The rules are all generated for offense. You're not you, you, a couple ten years ago. You could tell me on the one hand how many receivers like to go across the middle. That's how the, now everyone goes across the middle. You can throw the ball anywhere you want on the field because you know your receivers are protected by the rules. You know you can't get hit well. You know you can't get hit high. You know they can't fall on you hard. They can't come down on you with all their body weight. All the rules are presented for you to succeed in quarterback because what does the NFL want? They want points. They want they want runs. It's like the baseball game. You want home runs. You want juice because that's what people – people don't want to see 7-3. We want to see 41-48. You want to see what the Chiefs and Rams did on Monday Night Football last year you know what real quick i i know this seems like a stupid thing to say but if you look at the giant schedule there are five winnable games on that schedule whether the giants can actually win those games you want you want to run through them let's run through them they got washington i got it right here i can't you want me to pull it up let me pull it up on the screen Totally. You know what? Let's just let's just play the game. Let's go for it. Why not? Yeah, why not? Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Here we are. You got it. Hold on. All right. Let's see. It. Here oh, it is. ESPN. Come on, Joe. I got to. I can't see. Oh, All right. I can't see. No. Anyways, here's my thing. While you guys are figuring this out, I'll I'll speak. I'll, I'll let it go. My thing is, Joe, Jace. I'm answering this question. How is winning? Game? It's not. It's not winning bad. Winning is good for always, but when you see a team that is still at the bottom of the NFL and has been for the past, I don't know, since 2012, 2011, 2012, there's a reason why the Giants have been bad, bad drafting. And I don't. I want to see the Giants win. I want to see the Giants win every game. There we go. But when you have issues going forward and you have to solve those issues, winning doesn't help them because you have to build. This is a, t- a class that there are quarterbacks, there's offensive line. You need to figure out the offensive line situation, and you need to figure out your quarterback situation because Daniel Jones, like it or not, has another seven weeks to prove it because realistically, the Giants are going to be looking for a new GM. And we know how new GMs are. If they come in, they might want their guy. So Daniel Jones may not be the guy come next season. I'm just saying it. Let's see the schedule. The Giants play Washington this week. Then they yep. play Philly. Then they play at home. Yes, they're home against Cincinnati. Yep. Seattle, they'll they'll lose at Seattle. Cardinals should be a tough one. The Browns should be a tough one. They can beat beat the Browns. 
They won't they beat Baltimore. They could beat Dallas. So you do legit. There's three you wins. There's three have. Wins. You could le- But hold on. Just before the show, as we were discussing this, again, if you look at the Giants' results from earlier this season, I'm, th- I'm going to say because they lost by 10 to the Steelers, they, they, even though they could have won that game, that's not fair to say. Mm-hmm. Not a final possession. Throughout that's the cool. Niners game, they got lit up. And that but was Bears- maybe, maybe the most embarrassing loss anybody's had this year. But the Bears game, game came down to the last drive. Decimated. What has Daniel Jones proven? Yeah, uh, Jace, I'd like to know what you're talking about with that because um, his rookie season was very impressive. It was better than advertised for most Giant fans. Giant fans didn't expect that. He's regressed. And look, if you think that, no, hold on, hold on. If, the Giants, if, but no, look, the Giants, the Giants could, if things had gone right on their last possession, could be five and two. That's a not. fact. I know, but they're not. I understand they're not. But for you guys to look at me and say Joe Burrow at two, five, and one, or Justin Herbert at two and six is doing a better job, I see statistically they are. But if you're telling me they're doing a better job, how come they're not? Because 10-plus points. They were gave up Drew Locke last week. 14 for 18, 132 yards or 148 yards and three touchdowns. That's not Justin Herbert's fault. That's the defense's fault. Burrow well, Justin back- Herbert can score more points, though. Justin Herbert probably had a possession. Point. He probably had a possession in that game where maybe it was a turnover. Maybe it's a three and so up. That might have changed the momentum of the game. Have you watched all his games enough to know that? I'm just saying it's look, it's hard to evaluate other teams' guys if you're not watching their entire performance and you know all about what they're doing. Every quarterback in the league's got some issue or another. You just talked about the elite guys. You just said Tom Brady. I said three weeks ago you didn't have him on that list. This I mean, is I a real this all You win a couple games, you're back on the radar. Everyone's everyone's singing your praises. You lose a game and you they write some teams you're like, you'll write them right off. Other teams you're like, well, well they're still pretty good. Well, maybe, maybe they'll big second. I mean, come on. Well, Daniel Jones is closer to Sam Darnold and and Baker Mayfield than he is Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Daniel Jones I disagree. Is Here's my thing. Because I look at the comments, I'm getting ticked off. Because Giant fans, this is the problem with sports. You got to differ. You got to put the like. – I'm trying to think. You got to – reality and expectation. I said this a couple weeks ago. Giant fans think that, oh, Daniel Jones. The reality is the Giants suck Okay, they sucked for the past couple years, and you can't give me any other reason that oh well they're almost they're going in the right direction. Okay, so when you go one and seven, one and seven, two and six, one and seven, that's going in the right direction, right? Are Dude, not for nothing. Hold on a second. Now hold on a second. That's what I'm just trying to say. You're, you you were just argue, you're just arguing before now that Tom Brady's one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Yet the, yeah. yet the Giants defense did what the Giants defense always does when they've they, got Tom Brady on the field. They the put Giants him on his defense. ass and they kept him off the scoreboard. They also shut down the Rams offense. I've said this before. The Giants are a elite pass rusher away from being one of the top-tier defenses. The defense has been great. I'm not taking away from what this defense. There's not a lot of stars on this defense. I mean, with the exception of Bradbury and Martinez, those additions have been excellent by Dave Gettleman. Great signings. They've worked out. The defense has been great. The offensive line has been crappy for years. We know that. 
And now we have to figure out, are we going to keep Daniel Jones for the next five to 10 years? Or is Daniel Jones going to be a high and buy guy? Like, that's what it comes down to. And I really do believe that the Giants are going to have to think about it for the next seven weeks and until April's draft. Because like it or not, there are two quarterbacks that are coming out in this upcoming draft who are very good in Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence that if the Giants do get a one or two pick, are they going to consider taking one of those? And this is for other teams, too, that are really bad right now. Hell, you can ask every team in the NFC East right now that they have some kind of issues with quarterbacks. Washington hasn't had a quarterback since Joe Theismann. The Giants are still in up in the air, uncertain about themselves. Even Dallas, I know they have the great Dak Prescott because everybody thinks Dak is an amazing quarterback. Yeah, but he's, he's, here's, my, here's what's Dak. happened to Dallas is oh, proven. I know, okay, I get what that. Dak's but they were still one and four Absolutely. when Dak was playing. But the defense also gave him 40 points. It wasn't like, that's my thing. And it's, Carson Wentz. And then Carson Wentz, who has looked really bad since his MVP season, I mean, he's just taken a step back against that Dallas. And, and that's the thing is that every one of those teams have some sort of questions going forward well, here's with, a, with quarterbacks. And would Dallas, because I don't know if Dallas, how many more Dallas victories are coming. I don't. Would, well, realistically, if they did get a top three or four pick and that Justin Fields is available, would, would they seriously consider taking Justin Fields knowing that D Dak Prescott. He's talking about, I know he's talking about, Joe, you're going to ask, it's Dallas. He's talking about big Dallas. Dallas. You would then have a quarterback on a rookie deal, which would be very beneficial for Dallas. He'd have self-control of him, just like he had Dak. He could remove, he could uh, maneuver guys now on a team where their defense is in, in disarray and giving up multiple points. And you don't have to pay Dak the, the $150 million <laughs> contract or the big contract that he wants to, or you don't have to franchise him $30 million a year, which would be next year coming off an injury. There would be less questions. You would take a guy who's athletic, similar build to Dak Prescott, I'm just not. just better statistically coming out of college. You know, more proven winner. That's also coming from Ohio State. Jeez, Here's the problem with Daniel Jones is if we're talking about this in a 50-50, that's the problem. You can't be 50-50 according. You either have to know you're the, he's the guy or he's not the guy. Yes. When you look would. at it would, Steve. when you look at Baker 100%. Mayfield for the bank uh, for the Browns. You're still unsure of if Baker Mayfield is good enough to win games. Here, here's the problem. Eli Manning would not have succeeded in the NFL today. He would have been gone in someone's backup after two seasons because the game has changed in 15 years. It's not the same game. Eli Manning would have been benched and sitting on someone else's sideline after two or three seasons if he was playing to, because today is about results now. We look at Kyler Murray, okay? You could say, well, his offensive line sucks too, so don't give me that excuse, okay? But they've put weapons around him. He has succeeded. So has Burrow, even though the wins are not there. You just look statistically. Joe, you even said it when you watched that game against the Bengals early in the season. You're like, Joe Burrow's got it. You even said it on the show. That guy had nothing and didn't throw a damn pick, had three touchdowns, oh, under duress all damn night on a short week for a rookie. And that's really tough early in the season because you didn't have the preseason reps. You didn't have the practice that you would normally get in a season, and you were like, that guy has it. I don't think Daniel Jones would have been able to put up those statistics in that same game given the opportunity. So that's why I question Daniel Jones. Herbert, listen, Jace, you love him. You watch him in Oregon. You thought he was the real deal, should have been the number one pick. He looks like the real deal. Now, his team sucks right now. They've blown five games with 10-point leads going to the fourth. Well, they're also decimated. Who's that? It's not Herbert. If the Giants had blown leads, 
I would say, you know what? It's not Daniel Jones' fault. The Giants. I don't. I'm not blaming him. everything. Like I'm not blaming Daniel. No, Jones because if everyone every catches the ball, they nah, beat the Eagles. Nah. But if Daniel Jones, I've never said that. But if Daniel Jones doesn't throw a pick against the Rams when they had a last-minute drive, they probably beat the Rams. And we're right, talking but about- again, listen. So so instead of five and two, they're four and three right now because because never- right. Because again, dude, they're they're so close so often. It's like we can sit there and, and pinpoint, you know, obviously defensive pass rusher. You can be like, well, you know, another another like a, a better starting corner on the other side of Bradbury would be great. Like yeah. a stud of some sort, right? I mean, you can go around the horn. You go around the horn at every position and figure out where there's some weakness. I don't see it in Daniel Jones outside of the turnover issue. Yeah, and that Joe, that's a, see, that's a thing. I was listening to Jordan Renan, one of the Giants guys. He was on the love him. Show. He's great, and he's great. But he was he's ready to move off from Daniel Jones. He goes because how long do you consistently watch your quarterback turn the ball over and say, "Well, it's a problem. It's a problem." When does a problem become bigger than a problem? Like you cannot continuously catastrophic turn, because catastrophic. you're causing your team. Okay. Listen, do you guys realize? Do you guys realize by the end of Ryan Leaf's career? Do you remember Ryan Leaf's career and yeah. how it really all fizzled out? Do you, lost a roll call do, you, do you remember the way he went out of the NFL? Though, yeah, I mean, it was Lyman in the locker room. He he pushed famous, a pr- yeah, press the, conference. Yeah, yeah. He do you see anything like that with Daniel Jones? No, that was. Do you I'm see? Not, hold I'm on. I don't, I'm not comparing Daniel Jones to Ryan Leaf because Ryan uh, I understand Leaf, that. I understand Ryan that. But, but oh, hold up, hold on. Look, the fact of the matter is, is he's got a terrible, terrible turnover problem. Daniel but, Jones. Oh yes, Daniel Jones. Yes, yes. We're now on I remember in 2007, I accurately predicted the Giants were going to actually face the Patriots and beat them, and I said that after the Giants lost their final regular season game that year to the Patriots. They lost 35-31, and in the game, I was like, oh, my God. If the Giants win the wild card, and it came down to somebody losing for them to get in, if you remember. Yeah, because they beat the This team can hang with anybody. And I remember that year, I forget, somebody on ESPN broke down uh, the interceptions that Eli threw. And I want to say, I think he had 22 picks that year. Yeah, I want to say... 34 touchdowns, 22 picks. Whatever. Yeah. So the 22 picks of those 22 picks, 12 were on the receiver. Yeah. Because of deflections. Sure. So you take, you look at those numbers, you throw those 12 out that weren't as mistaken. You're like, Oh God, this guy's good. Cause 34 is a lot different than 34 22, isn't it? That's so, quite yeah, a different so, ratio. But here's the and when it's like, well, it's not even his fault. Guys don't know how to run routes. So it's amazing that how the Giants, the Giants receivers, for whatever reason, just don't run good routes. And it's been a long time since the Giants have had good route runners. Exactly. Who have, a, who have, yeah, who have receivers who are as smart as their quarterbacks because the quarterback knows where you're supposed to be. And if you're not where you're supposed to be and the quarterback jumps it, that's your fault. But your quarterback can also make a route runner better because Tom Brady's made no names. Russell Wilson's made no names. Mahomes and Roethlisberger. Here's the problem. Daniel Jones might be good enough to be the Giants quarterback for the next 10 years. Is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? Because what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to beat the best guys. See, Eli Manning was great against 
Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and and, and then the Brady and the guys that needed to be in the most important time. Will Daniel Jones be good enough to beat the elite quarterbacks in one game, Joe? Because that's all it takes. All you got to be doing is great for one game. It's like the little Giants. You can lose 99 times out of 100. All you got to do is beat them one time. Can he be that great that time? And that's what I question. Can't because you're going to have Russell Wilson for the next 10 years. So are you going to be able to beat a Russell Wilson? Are you going to be able to beat an Aaron Rodgers? Are you going to be able to beat a Carson Wentz? Even though we have question marks about, can you go into these stadiums with these quarterbacks and beat them? Eli Manning did. And that's why we love Eli Manning. Because as bad as he has played, and he was awful. We watched him against Minnesota throw four picks at the end of the season. And he was awful. And we wanted to kill him. We wanted him out before he even won the Super Bowl in 07. That's how much we get. But he was important when he, we needed him at the biggest moment. Will Daniel Jones be big enough and stand up tall when he needs to be in the biggest games? And that's what I question because I watched the game this week. He had Golden Tate open a couple times. All right? He had Evan Ingram down the sideline. We were talking about this before the show. He said he led him toward the sideline. If he leads him, he puts a little ear on it because even – Greasy said it. Put a little ear under it. Put a little ear and, and let him run more toward the end zone. He walks in a touchdown. Instead, he goes out of bounds. The Giants can't score. They kick a field goal. That's four points lost. Now, you say, oh, that could he was under duress. No, he wasn't under duress that play. He also had Darius Slayton down the left-hand sideline. If he puts the ball in the air, Darius Slayton runs down for a touchdown. So there's missed opportunities again. Now, do other quarterbacks miss opportunities? Absolutely. But I don't give a shit about any of the other quarterbacks because they're not my quarterback. They're the Giants quarterback when I watch it. Oh, are you mad? You're no. upset? Because you know what? I, I got to tell you, I appreciate you saying that in a brutally honest fashion. And, and you're not wrong. But listen, again, I think typically speaking as New York sports fans, we're so forgiving of – Justin Herbert and anybody who's not our guy. Well, right? I don't want Baker Mayfield. No, no, no. Listen, hold on. Louis yeah. Severino's gonna went went and had Tommy John surgery, and everyone's always we don't know what we're gonna get when he comes back. He couldn't possibly be the ace he was before, but when Chris Sale comes back, everyone's gonna be like, oh, he's just gonna be fine like normal after. That's what they do. They always do that. That's how that's how New York sports fans are. You have different expectations for your guy than you do for anybody else's team's guy. The fact of the matter is the Chargers are two and six, the Bengals are two, five, and one. Heading in different directions? No. I think all three teams are heading in the right direction with the right guy at the helm. I think you just pointed out how bad San Diego's defense has been in letting him down in games. Now, I mean, the, the 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 Giants have a different problem. I think their, their biggest problem's name is Jason Garrett. I think that's a guy who doesn't know how to utilize weapons in a quarterback. I think that's a guy that quarterbacks don't generally like. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. He seems like a swell fella, but... We were you talking about this. I don't even know if we talked about this on the show or not. Why Why are there not more designed run plays for Daniel Jones when that guy can run faster than Patty Mahomes? He's got the athleticism of Josh Allen. He's, I mean, he. it's working for everybody else, but not the Giants. Why? The guy's got the skill set. Utilize him. If you start utilizing him, guys, and it still isn't working, get him the hell out of there. But give him a chance first. That's all I'm asking. Well, he's got seven weeks to prove it then. Yeah, and, and Joe, and, and you, like you said, if you think he can win four or five games, then that's going to be on him can I be to honest? win the games. Can because be if you're the best quarterback on the field, you win those games. 
You win those if games. They, if listen, if they go, if they finish two and fourteen, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with the guy. And you still want to have hope with him? Then, then no, I don't. Be, listen, in a small he's, category because you can't have a quarterback after two years and only have five wins. And my biggest issue is that he's regressed. I haven't seen anything that can make me say like, like I was excited for Daniel Jones. I, I want to be clear. Everybody thinks I'm hating on Daniel Jones. I am not hating on Daniel Jones, but I came into this season with the expectations that Daniel Jones was going to take his game to another level because of his rookie season, his rookie season. He had great glimpses of a franchise quarterback. He had his moments, but when I see a quarterback that comes in, we are seven or going into week nine, I should say. Hey, maybe he's a second-half guy. Okay. Well, hope. Well, we, we can only hope. hope. We can only hope. But when I see a guy that has seven touchdowns right now currently and nine picks, not including another four fumbles on top of it, and 37 since coming into the league last year, which leads all of the NFL. Six in a two-game span, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a problem. Like, he's had glimpses of being great. Like, I've seen his moments. But then there's also moments, like on th- on su- Monday night, where does the guy not know how to throw the freaking ball out of bounds when he's getting pressured? Like, that's just a simple question. I mean, like, I don't understand what is so hard for him to just throw the ball away. And when it's all over sports stations and people are talking about it, it's not just us that are talking about it, Joe. And the people that are watching, there it's it's an area of concern that people. There's some sort of reason for people to talk about it. If it wasn't, we wouldn't be talking about it. So why are we talking about it? Because there is an issue, and we're going okay. into year two, going to be soon year three for Daniel Jones and the Giants. But no, we're not. We're we're we're, we're, we're just we're technically games played wise. We're just past year one. So he's at twenty. We're just. We're just past year one. But here's my hold on, I, hold on. So hold on. Like I mean, technically, like technically, yeah, three no, games ago, technically three games ago, he's still a rookie. No, not anymore. I mean, Today, no, Joe, you, Joe, you can't use a rookie statement no more. That Stop. Works yes, you can. yes, you can. No, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let me tell you why. Joe, you Let me tell you why. Joe, no, you know why you can't. Two off. They're already thinking about moving on from him. He's got eight games to prove he's good enough. This is a show me state right now. This is what it's about. You don't get two, three years to prove yourself no more. Josh Rosen had less than 16 games to prove he was good enough as a quarterback. Because and you, know, and, and you know what they said? Guess what? See, we're going to get someone better. Well, because so the, this is a question. If you're the Giants, right, and you sit at the number one pick, you have two question marks, you say. I'm going to ride with Daniel Jones, trade the pick, get a bunch of assets like you've talked about, and make the team better as a whole. Or you're going to say, this guy that I could draft is better than Daniel Jones, and he will make my team better. And that's let, Hold on. Let, let me be clear then. Maybe I'm not being clear with you guys. If the Giants are 2-14. and 14, Yes, sir. Then, I, I, then Daniel Jones would buy, draft Trevor Lawrence, get Justin Fields. I don't care who. Really, yeah. I, I, I at that point, answer. at that point, at that point, Teddy, he would have proven to me. Yeah, if they're picking one or two overall, he's then 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 the next eight games, I'll just make the assumption yeah. he sucked. Let me let me finish. I this just, part. but I don't. But here's what I'm saying: I don't necessarily think the Giants are going to go five and three or six and two in the second half. But fact of the matter is, there are winnable games. I'll do you one better: if they're one in ten. By the time they play Seattle, I'll put the flag right here, white flag. 
by Daniel Jones because then they'll be one and eleven because they're going to get crushed by Seattle. Will you actually do that? I'll I'll put a white flag here, which I'll keep for every appearance on this show and showing about the G-Men until Trevor Lawrence or someone else is our quarterback. And I hope you're a man of your word because I want want to finish off these two things. I want to finish off. Real quick, one last thought. I want you to finish this, but I want to just say my piece first. If Daniel Jones doesn't start winning and he's this close to being like, again, they could be conceivably five and two right now. They could be five and two. 100% agree. They've had if, if they if they can win three or four of these games in the second half, if they're three and five and good close games or four and four, they start closing some of these out. Then get them some weapons and let's go for it. And it not not for nothing. It's not like there's not going to be another Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields because there there always is. There always is. And if you suck and the guy's wrong. Eventually, you're going to get another crack at the egg. But I, I, to me, I think the guy's got the weapons, Trevor. I really do. And you know I didn't think that a few weeks ago. I've seen some things where I'm like, if they really let this guy play, I think he could be a star. I think okay. a star. I'm serious when I say that. I think he could end up being better than Eli. I see it. But he's got to start winning games. If he doesn't. I'll be out in three weeks. I promise. Okay. Look, I I want Daniel Jones to be really good too. I I, I that's I I want him to. be I good. hate you, because Steve I, Risser. <laughs> because Just I'm because I'm a diehard Giant fan. I want the Giants to be successful. I want the Giants to compete again. Like it's not been fun watching the Giants for the past eight freaking years. I understand that. Like, and Jace to say how is he supposed regarding all the circumstances surrounding the season, I, with COVID. Well, how do the other thirty-one teams do? What about Justin Herbert? I mean, he got he. I'm going to use your example, Jay, because of your your guy, Justin Herbert. The man came in with five minutes before the game and didn't even know he was going to be the starting quarterback. And almost beat Mahomes. And almost beat Mahomes if it wasn't for the defense and them struggling down the stretch. Do you know he was so how are you Brady, Mahomes, and Mahomes in the fourth I want to get into the other situations of team. I want to finish up this giant thing. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is, let me. Quick counterpunch, please. Jay Schrader came in after Joe Theismann broke his leg and lit the Giants up. Lit up Leonard Marshall, Lawrence Taylor, and Harry Carson. You know why? Because nobody knew anything about Jay Schrader. Justin Herbert, while I know he was shocked that he was going to be starting, also had the advantage that nobody game planned for him at all. So advantage advantage Herbert in game one. Well, they've they've had they've had game plans the past couple of weeks too, and they still can't figure it out. Do you know her? So, her, I know her. So don't make the. But they're still so two well. and six. They've so had, they've had, if anything, guys like Andrew Thomas needed more preparation coming into this season. Not, I mean, Daniel Jones, like everybody else, the other thirty-one teams had to deal with the exact same thing. What the Giants are in a special bubble or something, and says, "Oh yeah, the Giants." didn't get the same treatment. No, everybody had to deal with it, Jace. And that's why I'm saying that. Why are all those young quarterbacks? Why is Kyler who's, Murray? Wait, who's, who's Pat Mahomes' offensive coordinator? Eric Bieniemy. Who was it last year? Eric Bieniemy. Who was um, Daniel Jones' last year? Look, 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 look. Do not. Hey, do hold on real quick. Not for nothing here. Hold on real quick, real quick. With no training camp and, and no tra- and, right, no training camp, learn the offense I couldn't teach. Teach Dak Prescott. Go ahead. 
And why is Joe Burrow and and Justin Herbert? They didn't have any fine. Why is Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield maybe out on the way out? out, out maybe they've got better season. offensive coordinators running offenses that utilize their skills. Every, everybody had to deal with the same circumstances coming into this season. Tom Brady went everybody to a whole new team, a whole new offensive coordinator. That's not true. That's not yes. true. Pat Mahomes didn't have to learn a new offense. No, he you're didn't. comparing Daniel Jones to Patrick Mahomes. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm comparing. I'm, com- I'm comparing their situation, Trevor. That? You huh? just said everybody faced the same thing coming in, and I corrected you, and I said no, because Daniel Jones didn't just show up and they st- ran out and started running plays. He had to spend a couple of days, like, learning what the hell all this terminology so, was so and what Garrett all the plays is, were. So Jason Garrett is the problem for all the turnovers? Okay, you got it. And next point, let's go. Um, I'm going to talk about the other teams because I'm sick of talking about it because you, all the Giant fans, as expected, have unrealistic expectations right now. And let's get back to reality. The Giants what are, are one Wait, what, what, are the un- again, what are the unrealistic back. expectations? Uh, that Daniel Jones is a that franchise they're gonna quarterback. they're going to win games? That Daniel, that Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback right now, which is far from the truth right now because there's reasons. Wait, 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 wait. Did 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 the words he's a franchise quarterback come out of my mouth? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about people. Like if you who, really who said that? Fan, who said he's a friend? But you are insisting. You are saying that he is a friend. You did say he he's a franchise be. quarterback. You didn't, did say last week. Didn't. didn't you did didn't, say after the Eagles game. No. He's the guy. What said, does that mean? What does I that said, mean? I said. Said he's got the abilities and the skill set to be. A franchise quarterback. Is he playing like one? No, no that would be just that was rhetorical. That means oh, you well, don't I, answer. I don't, I'm gonna no answer rules. my own question. Listen. There's no rules. I'm making them up as I go along. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has the skill set. He's not playing like Mahomes. He's not playing like Rogers. But three weeks ago, neither was Brady. Now, all of a sudden, we put Brady back on the list. My point is, Daniel Jones has played really well at times. When it mattered, he hasn't. Is that a problem? That, to me, is a bigger problem, I'll be honest, than the turnovers. Because I could teach a guy how to protect the ball better. I can't teach him how to be a winner. Having a killer instinct is something you have or you don't. Eli Manning could lead his team back in the fourth quarter. If Daniel Jones can always just get right there and he blows it on the, in the then he's not the guy. But I'm going to give him a few more chances to give himself that last possession, which he's had in nine of his 18 starts. Yeah. Nine of his 18 starts could be wins. See, I, Joe, and I and think he's I'm- blown it in all but two of those times, guys. So I'm going to give him a little more time because I think that'll average out. And I think when all is said and done, I think you guys will be like, oh, maybe he is the guy. Hey, guys, don't count. If he beats Washington, he owns Washington. So don't get all. That's uh, fine. I, I don't okay. care. I told you. I'm telling you, I don't care about Washington. And if he can't beat Washington, I might be there quicker. If he doesn't beat the Eagles, then the Eagles are better than the Giants. And he's not as good as Wentz. I don't think much of Wentz. Then I wouldn't think much of Jones if he can't beat Wentz. Do you see how this is going for me? Yeah. And you got, hold on. Then you've got Cincinnati. What a great barometer. He's going to go toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow. That's We're going to see which one of these guys is the real deal. And Baker Mayfield. We're going to see him against Burrow. Teddy, do you love this? After Cincinnati, you get Russ, you get Murray, you get Baker. 
and then you go to Baltimore and you get Lamar. He's going to go head-to-head with all the top guys in the second half. With his defense playing its best, the offense actually hanging in all these games. If they can't, if they can't hang with these teams, we're gonna know it. We're gonna see it, and we're done. Decision made. Yep. But you, I think you got to give the guy twelve rounds, Trev. Listen, Let's I'm go not, the I, distance. I, 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 Let's go, go the I, distance. No, I'm going. He's, I'm going to. I told Trev this. I'm not knocking Daniel Jones out. I think I'm a lot of people knocking. taking the. Wrong. I just think, and I told Trev last night before I go to sleep when I was screaming in bed. I said. I said, the Pittsburgh game, right? The one that they had 17 play, it was like a 95-yard drive, and he throws the bad pick, right? That's where you just got to eat it and not take a pick. So, like, I'm thinking of the moments when that was a game-changer right there because if the Giants score even I'm three right the Giants talk. boom. But you know what? We wouldn't be talking about the Giants, but I, you made me defend my honor. I, I like to think I'm the most practical, realistic fan there is. I'm not going to sit here and rah-rah. I've been saying all year the Giants suck. All year I've been saying it. I've picked against the Giants in every single game so far. And I picked against them this week too. Did you? Because I value my money more than I value my pride. Well, Joe, you know this against the Giants. You never bet with the Giants. You never bet against the Giants because they screw you either way. I kid. I didn't really bet on the Giants, and you're right. The Giants are the team where, you know, you're always going to lose by the three and a half. Like, ah, now I get that half point. I have faith in my teams, too. I have faith in my teams and all my teams. But when the Giants have been bad for the past eight and going into the midway point for the past four years – how much and maybe I blame much, Gettleman too. How much faith? I think in the game last game? three games, this is the best the Giants have looked. The last three games since any time in 2016. Absolutely. Oh yeah, the Giants are the. All the so I'm, so hold on. So then, Trevor, how could you not tell me that they're at least trending in the right direction? That things are just a teeny bit better. It the feels like they're the on the cusp. Yeah. They're on the cusp of. They've been blown out once. The defense is going in the right direction. The the head coaching situation is great. It's just the offense. The they players got, they, fight for they, their coach. They, they have, to, they have coach. to figure out the offensive situation. And the biggest question mark, and he's going to have another seven weeks to prove it, is the quarterback situation. That are you going into next year as Daniel Jones is your guy? And this is just just one of the teams, one of the many teams in this league that have a lot of quarterback issues. And going forward, I named about nine. There's about another three or four because of certain quarterbacks that they have at that time that age-wise, Saints, Pittsburgh, they're going to have to be looking for quarterbacks sooner or later. But just a few I named, the Jets, the Giants, the Jags, Washington, Minnesota, 49ers is the interesting one, the Bears, the Browns, and the Pats. And the reason why I put the 49ers is because I think they're going to move on from Jimmy G. You look at all these teams. I can see all these teams next year maybe having new quarterbacks. It's not crazy. I just named nine teams. Realistically, all those teams could have new quarterbacks next year. It's a possibility. And I didn't even ask the NFC East because, like I said earlier, they all have some quarterback questions going forward. Yes. So there's so for a league that we say is, oh, man, there's so many great quarterbacks, there really isn't. There's really – I mean, the Falcons, I, I think they're not going to move on from Matt Ryan. Now, that's their fault. I would put the Falcons, 
But I don't see them moving off of Matt Ryan. He's got such a large contract. That's my thing. I would have put the Falcons, but I just don't see them moving off they, of Matt Ryan, which they're foolish from because they need to start thinking about the future as well. The rumor we heard with the Falcons was maybe Matt Ryan would go play with his old offensive coordinator and Kyle Shanahan for the 49ers. See, I think, Joe, when I look at Jimmy J, and I'm not relating this to Daniel Jones, but I look at a guy that is not making the team better. He's not a guy that's going to up with his team. You know what I mean? If you remember watching the playoffs last year, Kyle Shanahan kind of took the ball out of his hands. Out of Jimmy Don't you remember the game against Minnesota? He, oh, no, it was the NFC Championship game. He threw like the ball like eight, eight or nine times. Minnesota yeah, dude, that, that, was, that was the ultimate Jeff Hostetler experience. Just you, you're going to throw the ball a few times. It'll be very pointed plays. We're not really throwing the football down the field. Is then? Is he a backup yeah. that could play still at a average level, a, a pretty decent level, but not franchise quarterback material? Is that what we're saying? When you have, when you have a look, they've got a stable of like five five running backs in San Francisco. Yeah, even I mean, with all the COVID, they still got guys that produce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's insane. It's the the backup generally runs for at least eighty yards. It seems like every week for San Francisco, it's never the guy you think is is going to start and get the carries. Jimmy Jimmy G's job is to not turn the football over. But here's the thing: you watch last week's game, and I watched the game last week. Jimmy G couldn't do anything against the Seattle defense, and then he got hurt. Then you watch Nick Mullins come in, and he was like twenty for twenty-eight with two hundred forty-two yards and two touchdowns, and actually led him to a third touchdown drive or. Uh, Jimmy G is not good enough. He is not good enough. No, not. And, and, and this is not the game where you can win with just running an elite defense. Because but he was sort of, just in no. a Super Bowl. Yeah, but they didn't win because of him. They didn't win because of him. Because, if he makes of, that one throw. because of him. Joe, it's not even close, Joe. Because if the, if right, but again, you're, 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 you, hold on, wait. You're, you're going you're gonna to take a team yes, that wrote its defense, that wrote its defense, and Don't it's running back, took the ball out of the quarterback's that. hand, and then when they needed it most, they tried to put it in his hands. And, and what is failed. what is and Joe on? Hold nothing. on. But what does Joey always say? You what take the Joey? girl, you take home the girl you took to the dance, right? Ask Pete Carroll about that. See you later, Jimmy. Time to go home. I found a hotter date, go Joe. Better. Jimmy, go listen, better. they don't need a better quarterback than Jimmy G. It yes, serves do, their Joe. purpose. Joe, you're going it serves Russell. their purpose. Joe, he's the fourth best quarterback in his division. That's all you're they the need. Better, and that's, that's not good that's, enough. That's like saying, Joe, that's like saying the Browns need to keep Baker Mayfield. Because if, if Baker Mayfield weapons. If they're going to run the football more, play good defense, and ask Baker not to turn the ball over, that seems like a good recipe. But you're not going to win the Super Bowl in a league that you got to score because last year proved my point, and it's trending this way. You're not going to win like you did in 2019. You're not going to win running the football and playing great defense. How did Baltimore do last year? Nah, see ya. Great regular season. Good score with the passing. You got to be able to throw the ball, and your quarterback has I'll to always take. Play. I'll always take defense over offense. I know you Sorry. will. But this, Joe, so most people will. Nine out of ten people will. But here's the thing: you're not winning the Super Bowl. This is not about defense. I disagree with that. I, I've seen. Watch. I've seen. I maybe. Maybe look. So Seattle's undefeated, Joe. Who? And hold on. Who had defense. the? Who had the better defense? If, if you go back, Fal no Falcons, Falcons, uh, Falcons, Patriots. Who's Patriots. the better defense? Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Right. And when the Patriots needed to step up and their offense was coming back, everybody, everybody talks about how great Brady was in that game. Don't forget how great 
that Patriots defense was. Think about how, how Matt Ryan sucks. Joe, you put a fantasy. No, no, no. Wait, time out. Time out. Nope. All right. That was a Jace thing to say right there. Joe, Matt Ryan. You can't. Hold on. You just said the quarterback in the Super Bowl sucks. Literally in that game, in that moment of the third quarter, he's up 28-3. He sucks. Yo, how many times did Matt Ryan. Hold on. Matt Ryan. Hold on. You just said Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl sucked. Yeah. You, You didn't. You don't mean that. Well, he didn't suck. He statistically had a good game, but it wasn't good enough. And Matt Ryan has not played well. How much of that do you credit the New England defense that saw a 28-3 more conservative Falcons offense just go to town on him and get the ball back to Brady who so he could work his magic? Well, I put that on Kyle Shanahan. Just run the ball three you times. Know, and the oh, there over. you go. You put it on three different people now. You just keep moving it around. Every time I point something else out, you put the blame on somebody else. Matt Ryan doesn't suck. Matt Ryan didn't suck that game. I'll put this the, the, the defense came back, stuffed his ass until they could score, come back and win a football game, which they did. So don't tell me defense isn't relevant because it is. It's well, the only reason. It's the only reason the Steelers are relevant right now. Hey, hey, didn't you say earlier Justin Herbert with Denver? They they needed to score more points. Well, Atlanta needed to score score more points too. Couldn't score. Clearly. So who's you remember, the, you remember, remember 2002, the Giants and the 49ers, the, no, the scoreboard game? Please, you want to bring please, that one up? Yeah. You cannot. You listen. I'll give Bill Belichick one thing. The the idea that this guy could put uh, – I remember the 59 nothing game against the, against the, the uh, Titans. Titans. Yeah, Titans. I mean, go for the jugular. Right? <laughs> After the game, they were like, did you run up to score? Just wanted to make sure they couldn't come back. Exactly. See, can I can I make one comment? And me and Trevor's Super Bowl prediction was Baltimore and the Saints. We're so far off. The Saints are not winning the Super Bowl with Drew Brees at the helm. They're not. He's not good enough, Joe. You know that, and I know that. Well, well hey, well, well, since it's the midway point, it could change your picks. The, Saint, the Saints are not winning the Super Bowl because Drew Brees, I watched him against Petersburg. Joe, he can't throw the ball more than five yards, and that's a problem. If you can't stretch the field, they're not good. And Lamar, we saw this. The Baltimore Ravens last week, had Pittsburgh by the cojones. They could have blown the Steelers out. But Lamar wasn't good enough at the quarterback position in the passing game and Joe, to that, take them to that next show. And what happened was Steelers played good enough defense to keep the game close, and Big Ben made the plays with his and Joe, arm. That's another team that you can almost add into this list that maybe down the road. <laughs> I met that and I. My thing when I is say a Jace thing to say, I mean to say something that really doesn't have enough facts behind it. Here's my Again, thing Jace's thing was you can't go – the Raiders can't go to Los Angeles, which they used to – that used to be where they came from, and beat Justin Herbert, who's got one win at home. That's great – that doesn't mean anything. My thing That's is, all I was you saying. See, you see all these quarterbacks, and everybody says, oh, this is a great quarterback league right now. Well, really, realistically – Let's look at it. Mahomes is Mahomes. Brady's playing out of his mind at 43, and I don't think anybody will ever do that, and I would love to see anybody that Russell could. Wilson. Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind, too. I don't know if he's going to play until 43. Now. Let me say this, too. Uh, look, I, I, hold on. Really, look. If you're a defensive football team, and again, it's Giants fans, going back 86, 90, pick a year. I mean, right? There, how many Giants games? I'm thinking of the, the 41 nothing over the Vikings, but how many Giants playoff games have ever been a blowout? Throw out the 41 oh, zip. Oh, the 49er game in 1986 when they knocked out. 49 uh, to 3. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was it. Again. So you're going to, you, 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 that's two. Very few. Very few. I don't, I don't know that there's any more than that. I mean, you know, 17 nothing wild card over Washington different. was a good one, but the Giants never blew anybody out. It was a lot of 16, 13, yeah, 2017. Football has always been that way. But you take a team like the Buffalo Bills, right? A, a, a team that the Giants, that, that team held the ball for 44 minutes a game. I don't know if you could do Putting that. Putting up 450 yards a game. I mean, that offense was ridiculous. And the Giants defense just stifled them. The closest, I the mean, closest defense I see on that is Pittsburgh. And that's why they're yeah. undefeated. See, there I, you I, go. I so I'm saying it's still possible, but Teddy, it's, it's, it's always going to be ugly. Yes. It's never, it's right from the kickoff to the end of the game. When, 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 when you're Giants football, literally Giants playoff football from the kickoff to the final whistle, you're on the edge of your seat 100%. the whole game. That's how those games, they're not pretty. They're, they're not the Mahomes wins. They're not the, they're not the, uh, the Russell Wilson wins. They're never you're going not going to get the blowouts. And, but this is where I think New York fans start misapplying things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eli was never great because he didn't do what Peyton did, but that wasn't what the job requirement was. I never expected that because they're two different guys. Two different I know you didn't because you're smart, but most New York fans, Ted, can't differentiate. And they're like, how come Daniel Jones isn't putting up Mahomes numbers? Well, because he doesn't throw the ball 60 times a he game. Doesn't That's why. Doesn't have Eric Bianami, doesn't have Travis Kelsey, doesn't have Tyree Kill, doesn't have Hardman, doesn't have Le'Veon Bell, doesn't have Clyde Edwards-Lear, doesn't have a great offensive line, and he – that, and, now and he's, he's making my points. I love it. And he's not Mahomes. Okay, because no one is Mahomes. Sorry. Right. You're, the know. only person that's even close to the realm is Russell Wilson, and that's it. Even as good as Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are, they both have liabilities because you saw in the beer so, game, if you put pressure on Brady, he becomes a, a regular human. And Aaron Rodgers, when you, when you run the ball and you keep them off the field, like the 49ers did last year in the playoffs and like the Vikings did last week, their game trends down. Question. So, but yes, isn't sir. that what we're doing? We're, we're, we're trying to rank quarterbacks based on what? Because to me, to me, to me, the, the, the right, well, performance is, is, is wins. Performance equals wins. The the quarterback who takes his team to the win is the guy I want. Pat Mahomes wins games. Yes. Russell Wilson wins games. He had no running Russell backs. Russell wins games. Rodgers wins games. Yeah. They win games. Brady wins games. And I mean like all on his own. Defense can play like garbage. These guys still find ways to win. That's what these guys do. You're, you're comparing the best of the best right now. But you have to because sure. you're going to win. Ready? Listen to this though. What's the be, we're comparing quarterbacks, but we're not comparing quarterback situations. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is as useless most of the time as Jimmy G is. Everybody loves Tannehill. So Everybody's down on Jimmy G. What's the difference? Statistically, he's played really well. I'll take Hill over Jimmy G. He's statistically he's played really well. If you just match the, but would you have last year, Trev? Uh yeah. Oh, because Garoppolo went to the Super Bowl, so your pick would have been terrible. Well, Mahomes beat Tannehill well, because Mahomes was Mahomes beat both of them, and Mahomes beat Watson when they spotted thirty points. Well, because Mahomes is better, and again, you just you just ticked off an entire list of things Pat Mahomes has that no one else does. He's twenty-five, and you guys want him in the Hall of Fame. 
Jimmy G had to beat the Packers, and, and that was the most overrated freaking 13 and 3 team in the history of the NFL. Let me tell you something. Pat Mahomes, first of all, Pat Mahomes walked into arguably the best situation, best situation any rookie in history has. I mean, it's tantamount to before the lottery pick, there were times where the, the Celtics, remember the Celtics had the number one pick in the draft? Mm-hmm. Then they traded it. I mean, what? Can you imagine you're like the best team in the league and they're like, well, you get to pick first. But the Chiefs, see, the, Chiefs the Chiefs moved up like 12 spots to get Mahomes. But you're right. You go to Alex Smith, who's a winning quarterback who won 10 games every year. You go to a Hall of Fame coach. You go to a guy who was Matt Nagy, who was the offense coordinator, ended up going to the Bears. Eric Bieniemy took over. And then you're, you're put with a Hall of Fame tight end. You put with the fast receiver in the game. And then they just keep putting weapons around you. You have a good offensive line. And then you end up being the star. Now, listen, did anyone expect this? No. Do you guys realize that Mahomes actually right now statistically is playing better than his MVP season? Go look it up. Statistically, he had a better quarterback rating, better completion percentage, and his touchdown interception ratio is much better than it was in his MVP season in 2018. So the problem I have is when you when we talk about these great quarterbacks is can the guys who are average – Okay, your middle of the road packs, the Jimmy G's, the Daniel Joneses, the Kirk Cousins. Are they good enough to on that one day to beat Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Brady? Are they good enough? Because the answer is the answer simple. You don't need an explanation now. Because if you remember, to the next. if you remember when the Chiefs were playing the Colts in the wild card about 10 years ago, Andrew Ruckett, I believe it was his rookie season. The Chiefs were up by 24 points in the first half. And Andrew Luck was going against Alex Smith. Now, yeah, Alex Smith was a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback, right? We all agree he's a good quarterback, wins games every year. Mm-hmm. They ended up losing because Andrew Luck was the better quarterback and led the Colts to like six consecutive scoring drives. And that's the difference of having a quarterback that's good enough. Like, And here's the thing. Why would you draft Mahomes if you have Alex Smith? Everyone, why? You didn't know Mahomes was going to be this great. Why would you do that? Alex Smith was winning 10-11 games every year, winning the division. Why would you do that? Because they're somewhat better. So uh, to bring it back to our beginning of the part when we first started the show 52 minutes ago, if if you're there at number two, and Daniel Jones, even if he had, wins three games and finishes three or four and 12, right? So you're all and right. You have an op- and you have an opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, and you think that guy is better, you do it. And that's why I say you draft him over Daniel Jones, even if he wins three or four games, because – that's the difference. Alex Smith was a winning quarterback. He made it in the playoffs like five straight years. But I don't know that you're – I don't know that if the Giants win three or four games in the second half that they'll have an opportunity to get one of the better quarterbacks. Hell, they might even win the division with three or four victories in the second half. I'm just, can I'm can just you saying. imagine? Can you just, imagine? No, but I could imagine. You I look, could imagine. You look at the second – I mean, this first half is – it's been – I mean, it's been tremendous that they still have a football season going on, first of all. Yeah, I mean, look at the 49ers game tonight. They got five, they got five guys out with COVID, split. and the game's still going on. Can I be honest? I see a lot of mid-level play from quarterback. Not named Brady, Mahomes, um, Rodgers, and Wilson. Kirk Cousins all is the middle off of Other than that, I've seen a lot of quarterbacks that each and every week, I mean, maybe if, if Herbert and the Chargers keep winning, and they, then he could be up there sooner or later, but not yet. Way too, way too early. There's been a lot of quarterbacks that have been so inconsistent this year, big name quarterbacks too, that you looked and there's everybody likes to say there's so many great quarterbacks. There really isn't. I mean, Carson Wentz has looked awful this year. Dak Prescott was amazing stats wise, not team wise, 
up until his leg injury. Matt Ryan has been good stat-wise. Team's not good. Um, Kirk Cousins, you said, Jimmy G, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. Um, I'm not even putting Jacksonville or Washington because they just have quarterbacks just for the, just for the time being right now until they try to find a franchise quarterback. But all these quarterbacks. Even Phil Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yes, they're five and two. But all these quarterbacks, I mean, Big Ben has been up and down too. Lamar has taken a big step back from his MVP season. There's a lot of subpar play, I should say, subplay during this entire season so far. Whereas you looked at, I mean, Watson's been good. I mean, the team stinks. But those four quarterbacks, not other than that, everybody else has been so inconsistent. And that's my biggest takeaway from the first half, other than that they're still playing football. I told you the season would go on with COVID. The NFL is not stopping. And this is, I'm going to joke with this, this is the, the train, just keep on moving forward. The show goes on, baby. And that's how the NFL look at it. Look at the 49ers tonight. They got multiple guys. Do they on even have a team going out there? Yeah, bro. And, Jesus. and that's what's crazy, Joe. You think Left and right, that, Joe, you just see it more and more players. Getting the well, not even COVID. Look at the injuries of 49ers. The out. injuries, too. My God. George Kittle, Garoppolo. They're, they're starting. If they win tonight, it'd be a freaking miracle. They're starting. Joe, you want to place a bet? Pick Wash. Go pick on San Fran. Come on. Come you on. know, the San Fran could win tonight because they could. Joe's thinking about it right now. I got him going. I got him. Well, I got him. <laughs> 49ers could do it. I'm like Joe Girardi. I can't Can you stop Sanchez. talking? No, because this is what you do, damn it. I have to, every time I make a point, you come in. So, so how do you like how Zobio is? So San Francisco could do the same thing that the Vikings did last week. Could do the same exact thing. Run the football with Dalvin Cook. They have the same type of offense line. Offense line isn't hurt. So they That's could still question. use a physical running game and control the ball and keep the ball away from Aaron Rodgers. And if anyone knows anything about football, the Packers, we'll do it right to that question next. The Packers, defense line and linebackers are god-awful. I mean, you watch uh, Rex Ryan, and he was like, Stevie Wonder would be playing better defense than the Packers. They just get killed. You saw last year, they have no physicality up front. If you're, They're a finesse guy. That's what they are. They're finesse. If you can come out and punish them and play physical running football, you can beat the Packers. Now, Trev, you wanted to I want to answer this question, Jace, because it's, it's a good question. To me, it's the quarterbacks playing down. Lamar has not performed to his level. Carson Wentz, uh, Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins. The defense has been playing great. But all these big-name quarterbacks, Jimmy G, uh, Trubisky, Foles, Baker, Sam Darnold. See, I disagree. Josh Allen, all these guys that have that you think are going to be taking their next level or going taking that next step have actually are either still just content and plateaued or they've taken a step back. So I would say the quarterback play has been down other than those four See, guys. See, I disagree. I did but disagree the defense has been really good. See, I Joe, what's the matter with you? You all Look, right? I yeah, losing it. I, I am. I disagree like, with Trev. Yeah, me too, Ted. Ted, take yeah, it away. And here's the reason why I say you go that. first, Teddy. One thing, one thing first, like we said before earlier in the show, some quarterbacks are in different teams and different organizations. Like Daniel Jones, a new offense corner, so you don't get that practice to do offense. And if we know anything about football, the defenses are always ahead of the offense early in the season. So you might get better quarterback play in the second half of the season because teams. Are, the other thing is. We've seen a multitude of injuries this year that we that not that we ha- don't usually see this, but it just feels like more. Maybe I maybe just because I'm living in the moment and that it feels that way. The other reason is COVID. 
with guys being out multiple times a week, guys have to miss in practice, things going on. You look at the 49ers. Brandon Ayuk, I picked him up in fantasy the other day, supposed to give me 17 points. He's on the COVID list, right? So he's out. George Kittle's out. So the quarterback for the 49ers is not going to succeed when his guys are there. You, 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 look at, you, you look at Aaron Rodgers, guys in and out. You're missing. Is it a combination you're of missing, both? You're missing three running backs. Oh, I, 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 can I say something to uh, Teddy, just to sort of uh, kind of another thought, and I'm glad Jay's asked that question. It is a great question, and I think there is – certain elements of both to it, but I think, you know, we've seen the NFL become the passing league that it's become. And we've also seen defenses respond by blitzing a whole lot more. And quarterback, right? and offensive line, if you've noticed offensive line in general, in the NFL is not good. They do not teach the same type of offensive technique nope. as an offensive lineman nope. in the college level, because the the college level, if you watch college football on a consistent basis, it's quick screens and pass. It's, it's, it's a much more uh, horizontal game than a vertical yep. game. If you know what I mean, that means stretch plays, uh, jet sweeps, uh, quick screens. You know, you watch the Baylor and Oregon offenses and even Alabama. It's get the ball to the receivers and let them do what they do best, and that's run and make plays. The NFL is more about actual protection, development of a play. It's taking, it's like taking a math equation and taking it to that next level. So go ahead, Joe. You were going to continue with your point. I love that too. Yeah, dude, nailed it. I mean, he's talking math, right? Like, I'm I'm serious when I say, you know, I, I do. I think defenses are starting to figure stuff out more. And I think you're seeing different looks. You're seeing a lot more stunts. You're seeing you're just seeing lots of different things from defenses because offense has dominated the landscape for so long. And again, really I think if you take out the Patriots and the defense in that Super Bowl, yeah, it's mostly been offensive teams have, have been able to win Super Bowls. You know, you still have to play defense, and there's still teams that in a place like San Francisco, I mean, look, Joe Montana and Steve Young are incredible players. And Jeff Garcia was a really good quarterback, but, I mean, that's a windy place to play. You're going to have skills out there. New York and and, and, and the wind that, that you get, I mean. Chicago, Green Bay. Again, and there's a reason why. So when I say that, a quarterback like Pat Mahomes playing in the flatlands of Kansas with, with really no elemental factors. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, Kansas City's always got windy snow. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. They definitely get snowstorms. He's not playing sure. in the dome. I mean, but it's, but it's, it's flat land. There's the wind. Really, is it's not, the wind that they experience there is nothing like you're going to see. You're not yeah, going to get forty mile an hour gusts on the field in those games. So you get tornadoes it's, in the plains. You get right, tornadoes. but it's 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 the reason so many of these teams are built on running the football. Yeah, and even absolutely. though the NFL has changed, it's like, well, we can only change a certain amount because we really don't enjoy being able to throw the football down the field on five or six home games a year, probably. So again, it's your quarterback can't just be the best in the league. He's got to be the best fit for what you're doing. Absolutely. And I don't just mean I don't just mean your offensive scheme. I mean literally when you could when you factor in the conditions of your city, what kind of football do you have to play? That Giant Stadium was one of the few quarterbacks that was able to throw into the wind at the old Giant Stadium. You know, people that's didn't know. That's awesome. And, and, and listen, if, awesome, I said man. the other night, I you know, I told you this, and I said, I wonder if Brady's going to struggle because you're playing up north in the Giant. It was a cold Monday night game. it was, windy, it was windy. It was windy. So, night. listen, and I said this. I said to one of my coworkers, I said, you don't think Brady thought about this? I'm sick. I'm 43 years old. I'm sick of playing in the cold, the wind, the rain. And 
I get to play in Tampa where eight games are going to be 80 degrees. The other four games. Yeah, baby. That's why people retire to Florida and not Connecticut, right? Then I get to play in Atlanta, which is a dome. I get to play at New Orleans, which is a dome. I play Carolina, which if I play them early enough, it's going to be good weather. So half three quarters of my games are going to be in warm weather climates. It's going to be better for my body. It's going to be able to recuperate. And you're going to feel much better than playing up in Green Bay or Giants Stadium or in where, where it's cold and rainy and snowy. All I know, the factor all I know is there's seven weeks left in this season, and there's a lot of teams right now that may have a lot of quarterback question marks going into the offseason. It's funny because I remember Ted, I think maybe last year, said, well, a lot of teams, about majority 75 to 80% of the league has a quarterback. I did say that. I thought they were Guess all good. We could, be good go, with we could be probably going close to almost 50% by in another seven weeks. If just you, saying, there's a lot to talk about. If you asked me last year, I would have said Minnesota's got their quarterback with Kirk Cousins and Jimmy G's their quarterback for the 49ers because he was playing well enough and everything was well. Even the and then a year ago, you would have said Trubisky because he came off of the 12-4 and four season or thought the Bears had a quarterback. Look at that. Three teams that are have been very good for the past couple of years, they might have quarterback issues going forward and they might have to figure it out. You know, um, on Hell, all four downs. Even your boy the, with the Bills, I mean, Josh mm-hmm. Allen, Ooh, if he doesn't take his next step, oh, absolutely! I'll even say it as well, Lamar. If he doesn't no, take, if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't improve in the passing game and he can't win, he's not going. Okay, you, I know, but you already said you need a quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Can he win it? I mean, it's still right now. We don't know because he can't beat the good teams right now in his career. He hasn't. He has struggled. He's against got a losing teams. record against. He's dominated against all the other bad, bad teams in the league. But couldn't you and make the played. same argument about Lamar Jackson? Huh? Could you make the same argument about Lamar Jackson, though? No, that's what he's saying. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Oh, I thought you meant just Josh Allen. Oh, oh, yeah. No, listen, you're right. One of the big ones when he plays against Mahomes or in the playoffs or last week against Pittsburgh or I mean, he struggles. Tennessee, he struggles. But when he plays against the bad teams, I mean, you're going to be great against all every time you play the bad teams. You know, it's funny that you should say that because I recently was looking up Clayton Kershaw's career numbers. Yeah, And I got to tell you something. Speak to me. If you look at the way he's feasting on those terrible Padres teams, which yeah. literally from 1998. Rockies, Rockies, Giants, Rockies, I mean, Giants. his record against those teams is like, whoa. Compared to against everybody else, it's like, huh. Well, and you know, hey, listen. We it makes be- you wonder. I mean, again, look, you know, sometimes Brady, in this way hey, I say. Brady had the ACs for 20 years, and they were right. not awful. So what would the what would Tom Brady be doing if he was playing in the NFC South for the last 20 years and going against Breeze? I don't and know. Cam? He's doing pretty well right now. No, I know, but for 20 seasons, you think he would have been winning the divisions at 12 and 4, 13 3 every year, crushing Miami, crushing the Bills, and crushing. Well, that could be the, the question that you all want to run back to, Belichick or Brady. That's where it comes to the coaching too. I mean, I know Belichick and the Patriots are struggling right now. I mean, think about that. That's one of the most fascinating questions going forward is what are the New England Patriots going to do? And even the Dallas Cowboys, because if they continue to tank and lose, that could be another team to look out for a quarterback situation. Can I tell you what I think? Conspiracy no, no theory. you cannot. You are forbidden. I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay. I think when you look at the number of Patriots players who opted out. Yeah. And when you look at the number of guys who have been injured throughout the season and they had their own COVID outbreak, which is a little suspicious, 
knowing he didn't have a quarterback coming into this season until he grabbed Cam at the last minute, by the way. He's yep. tanking. No, I don't think he's tanking. He's playing think, fast while everybody else is playing chess. I think he was banking on there not being a season. And I think he did no, everything. No, that's not Belichick's. I Listen to that. me. I don't think that's. The guy who's been involved in three cheating scandals, you don't think could I'm just hear me out for a minute. Okay. A lot of his top players, leaders on the team opted out. Yep, defensively. With his blessing. With his blessing. Of course. What was he gonna say? He waited. He waited till the very last minute to go get Cam. Believe Joe, believe it or not. I'm just saying, Bill Bill. I'm just saying he admits. That they didn't have money. He admits that they sacrificed. And I think he thought, we're never going to play. It's not going to matter. We get a couple games in. They shut down. This season's forgotten. We regroup next season, and and we'll see where we're at. That's what I think Bill Belichick was up to. Players thing and got his blessing. Believe it or not, Bill Belichick does have a heart. I know it might be hard to believe. I disagree. You're off the team. I would literally... I would need to see it. <laughs> Before we get out of here, we're at the midway point. Guys, got to give me a bold prediction for the second half of the season. I'm no, I'm sticking with my point. What did I say in the beginning? That Tua would lead the Dolphins to the playoffs. I think you should stick with that one. And I'm sticking with that one. I got they won. They won last week. They were three and three. I said they would be three and three. Tua would come in, go look at the first show NFL preview. I said Tua would lead them to the playoffs and be go. nine and seven. What's because here's the thing: I don't think the Bills are trying to So you May have I one ask? You have one no, better. I do. I actually do have a better one, but I want to ask a follow-up to your question. Uh, in which week does Tua finally break 100 yards passing? This week. <laughs> this week. 108, 119. Oh, How many? We'll what, talk about Gary Sanchez batting average like that. Okay? So, hold on. We should put a question. Will Tua this week have more yards passing than Gary Sanchez's batting averages? What was his batting average? 100, 140. Let's make that bet right now. Somebody make a bet right now. You don't think he's thrown for more than 140. Does Ted think it? Who I think we should get a bet. Week? They're playing the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. He's a, him and Murray? Oh, yeah. Come on. Make I'll, take bet. Bet. I'll, I'll take the bet. I'll take the bet. Tua right? throws for under 140 oh, yards. Oh, over. He's definitely going over. I like the yes, over. Yes, we got a bet, baby. Okay. I'm going to for at least one. What are we throwing? We got to make another pizza bet? Well, I already beat him on the Monday Night Football, so it's doubling up. So I yeah. went from a small pizza to a large pizza. That's all it's going to I love be. it. Okay. I love it. Do you we get to eat the pizza together at least? Yes, of course. Ha- no, oh, you, no, this is what you're going to do, Joe. You're going to watch us eat the pizza and my chicken parm that you owe me, and you're going to have to watch. We'll get you some uh, granola bars. Yeah, we'll some I don't like bars. that. That's the worst part of the bet. The I'll bet sucks gobble- now. I'll get you some gobble ghoul. How's that? You want some gobble I'll ghoul? I'll do that. I'll All do right, that. I'm going to make my bold prediction, and I don't believe this at all. And it's got nothing to do with the Giants or Daniel Jones. How's okay. that? Yeah, let's go. Based on, based on all of you geniuses who obviously know the quarterback position and the Chargers so well, yeah, we I'm go. going to make this bold prediction. Oh, Justin no. Herbert goes 7-1 and one in the second half. He beats the Chiefs in week 17 to make the postseason at 9-7. and seven. Wow, we got two rookie quarterbacks with the bold predictions. I love it. Tua and Herbert. I love it. Are you trying to jinx them though? Like, yes. are you trying to play this? 
reverse psychological game? Seven well, here's the thing. I seven feel like that's in, Joe, that's impressive. Seven and one. I can see. Six oh yeah. Two. Okay. Yeah. Well, so he's. And I'll tell you right now, he's one in five as a starter. Joe, you know what's uh, you know the, what's the win they have was uh, was Taylor's win. So he's Joe, one in know, five as a starter. Joe, you know what's funny? What he had Brady, Breeze, and Mahomes down ten points going into the fourth quarter. All three of those quarterbacks, and they they're decimated. They Listen, Teddy, Teddy, should have beat them. The kicker, hold on, stop talking. They missed. The Put kick. him in the Hall of Fame now. Put him in. Oh, oh listen. yeah. They had, him, they had him all up by 10, and then he lost to them all. This kid is going places. Listen, that's had, Daniel had, Jones. That's Daniel Jones all season. What are you uh, talking about? Said Joe hey, can I make my prediction? Favorite. I'm making my prediction. My bold prediction for the second half. We thought it could be a possibility this year. Coming Jets win in. more games than the Giants. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with a bold prediction. The Pittsburgh Steelers finished undefeated. Paul Loney. I just looked at their schedule. They're not even that I good. just looked at their schedule. Every game is winnable. They have, they have Baltimore home. They I, won't I lose. Think so. no, they you won't don't lose. think they'll rest? Nope. Because you still have a guy named Patrick Mahomes behind you on your coattails. Hall of Fame Steelers. quarterback Pat Mahomes, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, Joe, that's an absolute. Yeah, he's going to yeah. Hall of Fame. Him that's my and Mike Trout. Of the season. You know the Pittsburgh Steelers finished 16-0. You know what we never mentioned? I know Trevor's going to end the show, but did you saw the NFL was thinking about expanding the playoffs to 16 teams this year with the COVID going on. You hey, the Giants might have a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said they still have a chance to win the division. I mean, that division that's is still up for debate. Just know that. But they win against Washington, and then Dallas loses to the Steelers, which could happen. Philly, who does Philly play this week? I don't know who Philly plays this week. I forgot. But if Philly loses, Philly's off this week. Okay. Oh, they won. They did they did they win? Are they going to win? That means probably not. In the NFC East, nobody wins this year. Josh Allen. So that's it. That's our bold predictions. Are we changing our Super Bowl no. predictions? Yeah. Well, I will. Should we do it because it is the midway point right now? I still th- I think it's the two best teams right now playing. It's Tampa and the Chiefs. I got the Steelers against the t- uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Joe. I've got um, the Chargers. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> Chargers, Giants, right? Um, I'm going to say the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to unseat the Chiefs. I really okay. do. And the Steelers. Um, and coming out of the NFC, I think you're going to have a little bit of a surprise team. Oh, wait. I don't know. I. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. There, nobody on, says no. no. Right no come I got to pick to... one of these garbage teams. Uh, don't, don't talk about the Giants and Jets like that. There's, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. No, there's nobody in the NFC. And I, you, you know, you guys, I know, made the argument for Tampa Bay, and I've heard other people try to make it for Seattle and Green Bay. I, I don't know that. You have to pick. I don't know that I, I don't want to pick one. You're not getting off the show. Green Bay. Okay. I like it. Green Bay, Green against- Bay, Pittsburgh. It this feels like the year where like two ugly yellow uniform teams would be in the stupid. Pittsburgh Super Bowl. got some nice uniform. They had that, and the last yeah. time what happened was uh, Aaron Rodgers beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl in 2012. We shall see. There's a lot happening, Joe. As always, have fun, bud. See ya. I can't wait to win a. That was the host of the role called Joe Aguirre, as usual. I know. Look at it. It's ridiculous. There's literally, it's like 10 people. 
Maybe this, even more. It's amazing that the 49ers even are holding out, are putting out a team tonight. Good luck to the 49ers. Hopefully it's a good one. We'll time, time will tell. We'll see. But we are streaming on all social media. Keys to the city. Follow, like, subscribe, comment, and share as well. New hoodies, like I said, if you want a new hoodie, we have them. They're, this is what they look like. You get blue or black, or even if you want a pink one as well. We sold a pink one, so if you want one, let us know, and we'll get you them ASAP. We are halfway into the football season. We got seven more weeks left, ladies and gentlemen. To all football fans, let's enjoy. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.